Top Hill Recording Podcast. What's up, man? How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm excited about our special guest tonight. We got Larry and Lee Reinhardt, my cousins, and also former bandmates in Sooner or Later. Yeah. What's up, Daddy? How you doing? Hi, guys. <laughs> good to have you guys in. Oh, good to be here. Larry, yes. I can't even remember the last time I saw you. Hey, it's been forever. It has. It's been way too long. It's ridiculous it's been, it when uh, things like that happen. It is. You're right. <laughs> so I was thinking... Last time Sooner or Later was on the stage has been 20 years ago. That seems crazy. Oh, it does. No, wasn't it 2001 that we did, or was it 2000? Union, 2000, Union Station. I think. That was 2000? 2000, yeah. Yep. Was that the last time we played? I feel like it was, but I, I don't know that. For, it's the last memorable one. So we had a uh, uh, CD release party yep. and then quit. And then that yeah. was it. Yeah, that was it. It was over. <laughs> party over. What? <laughs> yeah. That is the way to do it. Yeah. That's <laughs> insane. So I'm pretty sure that was 2000 because we recorded the CD in 1999, like towards the end of the year. Yeah, yeah you're, it was. Yeah. yeah. So, you used to have a, a banner hanging up downstairs that had the date on it. I still have that. Is I don't this, think it has the year on it. Okay. Though. Because it's like February 3rd or yeah, something, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, before you guys leave tonight, I have a oh, box I... of CDs for you all to take <laughs> I don't want them. <laughs> I have some at home still. I still got a box. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Larry, one of the funniest things, I, I think it was uh, your daughter, Brooklyn, says she loves to give these away as white elephant gifts for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she still gives it to her friends. You know, Rudd, uh, he came over one day. We used to have poker. He used to play in our poker league and. uh he, he brought one over. It wasn't even open. He goes, look what I found at a yard sale. <laughs> oh, no way. Was he kidding? No, he brought it over. It was the real. It was our CD. That's funny. <laughs> he said it cost a dollar. I'm just glad he didn't tell you it was my yard sale. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I before have, we get I have into my SOLs, man. They're on, they're on my CD rotation anytime funny. I listen to one. Sooner or later, SOL. So we'll probably, you'll probably listeners be hearing us say SOL a lot. That's the... Uh, that's probably the name. Not probably. It's definitely the band name we went by more than sooner or later. Mm, yeah. It was SOL. Yeah. Broke out the special stuff tonight. Special guest, special bourbon. Yeah. Weller. I've been sitting on this 1.75 liter bottle of Weller 12-year-old for a long time because you can't find it anymore. Pretty but a couple reasons I wanted to have this tonight. One, you guys are coming in, and it's a special night, SOL reunion. But two, we had a bourbon called David Nicholson 1843 last week, mm-hmm. and it reminded me of this, so I wanted to see if it really did. And I, now I don't remember really what it, what it tastes like last week, but uh, I remembered it was good. David yep. Nicholson 1843. So, cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 Good to see everybody. All right, let's All right. see. And Lee will be partaking of Mix 64. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what you drink when you're about to stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> How many years have you been drinking them? It's, it's been about 10. <laughs> all six of them? Yeah. Mm. So, good. you know, I remember back in the day, Weller 12-year-old, because David Nicholson, I, or is it Nicholson? Is that right? Nicholson. David Nicholson, that bourbon was about $25, and that's what you used to get Weller 12-year-old for. And you could get it anytime you wanted on the shelf, and now you can't even find it. And it's good. It's a It's a great $25 bourbon, but now people are paying 200 bucks for it. Oh, my gosh. $150. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not a $150 Bourbon's bourbon. Bourbon's crazy how much it costs anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It really is. Bourbon, but it is good. Bourbon got bougie. Yeah. 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 It is. It is. Yeah. 
All right, so the way we start these podcasts usually, and we'll do it with you guys since it's your first time on the podcast, and, and let's start with uh, Larry. All right, I'm up. So Larry, just tell us a little bit about how you got into music before the SOL years. Well, first off, I've always loved heavy metal. I didn't get into the the pop of the 80s and all that stuff. I was always a heavy metal guy. And uh, I worked with a guy, I, I did painting, apartment painting, and I worked with a guy, and he had... Uh, he needed some money, and he had a guitar and a little bitty amp. I bet the amp wasn't maybe a foot square. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know how to play the guitar or anything. I thought it would be kind of cool. But he wanted some money. I was like, well, it was 60 bucks." So I bought the guitar and the amp for 60 bucks, and it sat in the corner of my room for a little while. And one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn how to play this. So um, I took it to the music store and got it uh, strings on it because I didn't know how to string a guitar. I didn't know anything about them. I had him string it and tune it because I didn't know how to tune it either. <laughs> and I said, how do you learn to guitar? And he said, well, you want what you call tablature. And I was like, oh, I, I don't have no idea what that is. So he gave me a couple books, and one of them was like a Roy Orbison, but it wasn't, I don't, I can't remember what it was. And it wasn't heavy metal. Right, it wasn't heavy metal. It had like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star oh, and stuff yeah. like that. In it. I know that book. And, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and then uh, he and I said, he said, "What's your band that you like now?" At that time, it was Def Leppard, Pyromania. All right. He said, "Here, take this Def Leppard, Pyromania tablature book home with you." And he said, "Learn, you know, kind of go through both of them, and kind of learn." And I kind of taught myself how to play the guitar like that, and uh, that's how I got started. And how old were you? I want to say I was eighteen or nineteen. Uh -huh. This wasn't the uh, Kramer guitar you. No, no, I oh, bought that okay. later. Uh, this was an Epiphone, and it had, man, I wish. It was wish an Epiphany. <laughs> epiphany. Yeah, yeah. Epiphany, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got an Epiphany, <laughs> It kind of oh. looked like a, a Gibson almost. Oh, it, had, it, it, had it was a look an awesome like guitar. Like a Les Paul. I wish I still had a sunburst. Oh, yeah. yeah. It had effects on the guitar, like switches. It had like five switches with effects on it. Mm. And I've never seen one like it since. And you I, know, I have, a, I have a Japanese guitar in the basement. It's called a Zeno, I think. Uh, that's got push buttons on it. It's got like a button that says solo, button that says rhythm. Oh, really? But, yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> but so yeah. was, it, was it push buttons or no, it toggle was, switches? it was toggle switches. Like yeah. you could flip it up for echo and down for reverb and and it, it had five of them. It had fuzz. Really? Five toggle switches? Yeah. Wow. So you had to have four hands play that guitar. You know oh, that? yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's probably a special guitar. You know, if you look that thing up, that's probably something. I, I know. I wish I still had it. You gave, oh. I think you gave it to me. I did. I gave it to you and as I a don't birthday know, present. I don't know what I did with it. Well, I remember the <laughs> neck broke, so I just threw it away. Okay, well, there you go. That's what happened. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so off the hook. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> did you ever play any bands before SOL? No, no, I did not. Uh, I uh, I thought about it a lot. And I thought, you know, because I was practicing quite a bit, you know, trying to get it down. I, I'd play headphones. And I had this little, um, I didn't use the amp that the guy had. I bought a little box called a Rockman. I don't know if y'all know what that is. I've heard of a Rockman. It was uh, made by the guitar player of Boston. I can't remember his name. Tommy Shows. I don't, I don't remember his name. But, and I used to play it that way. Yeah, with the headphones, and that's how I got real good at hitting the notes and listening to what I was playing. And then I was like, "Wow, I need to play in a band." And <laughs> so, then, did you learn scales and things, or? Well, no, I learned that in school with like playing the trumpet. <laughs> Another <laughs> yeah, I learned how to player. play music by playing the trumpet. <laughs> yeah, you know, but chords were kind of new to me. I didn't know a whole lot about uh -huh. chords, and uh, I learned about chords that way. And 
And then I didn't know anything about keys until you started the band. So, <laughs> so you remember, I remember when we first started the band, you knew you knew like all the big guitar licks and all the solos and everything, but you didn't know the you didn't know full songs. Right, I couldn't. I, I didn't know how to break them down. Well, that's probably what you talked about learning the trumpet and breaking down notes and scales and stuff and then having to learn chords later you probably kind of uh we're naturally going to go that route and hearing that melody line that plays that solo note by note instead of actually playing chords right now and i i would read magazines like i i got guitar magazine and i would read it on how people would write music i just remember certain things like you know people would say uh oh heck i don't know they would say like uh you know, you got to play something that the singer can sing over. If you want to write the song, it's got to be something he can sing over. Mm-hmm. So I tried to keep it as simple as possible. What about you, Lee? When I first got into music was probably third or fourth grade. I don't remember the grade it was, but uh, the music teacher for the school I was going to was giving lessons. And she was like, what instruments do y'all want to play? So I went home and I was wanting to do the saxophone. And my parents were like, well, we've already got a clarinet, so why don't you learn that? So that was my first instrument I learned how to play. Where did clarinet come from in the household? I think Lewis had it, but I don't even know. It, I don't know if they bought it specifically for him or if it was even around before him. So it might have been my mom's even. Lewis was between you guys, right? Yeah. Yes. So then after that, so I learned that, and then Larry gave me the guitar. I think it was my twelfth birthday, eleven or twelve. But I always liked the drums. I always thought. Well, first of all, I thought the drums was the easiest to hear it and know what to play. Mm-hmm. Now it, it takes some rhythm to know how to play it, but that was the easiest to listen to it. Go to a band if you wanted to. Also, I think it's the easiest as far as you could probably play for any band you wanted to right away mm-hmm. without practicing or anything. You'd be like, I could figure that out. Yeah, we we talked yeah. to a drummer the other day, and and Neil Neil was telling him because he he was a um, you know he would sit in. He's kind of a drummer for hire, and he would sit in with different bands. And Neil was like, you know, I I don't see how you drummers can go in and sit down and play with a band and then i was saying to me i'm kind of like you it seems like that would be easier as a drummer than like a guitarist or Mm -hmm. something to me yeah you went into a weekend and just did it you could probably do it it might not sound perfect like the song but it's gonna be good enough yeah i don't know so i got drums when i was like 15 (laughs) and then i just i took lessons but like the twinkle twinkle little star stuff that stuff's boring it was like right hand left hand <laughs> i did it for like a year and i was like i can't do this anymore. i did the same thing yeah, yeah. mary had a little lamb i was over mm-hmm. you know? yeah i don't know why they start people like that that's what's yeah. good about it. we we had the school of rock on here not too long ago you know you go in there and you learn popular oh, yeah. songs you like and you know you learn music theory and oh that's good notes and things from that instead of just going right hand left hand yeah then, yeah i mean they're learning like yeah. acdc yeah and, that's you know, really just nice the awesome old school stuff and along with some of the new stuff i mean it's yeah. really really cool so lee i remember we were growing up and you're quite a bit younger than i am so i remember uh you were the gothic lee yeah yeah, yeah. the all black <laughs> on black i was in, i was into heavy metal <laughs> <laughs> is that what you learned is that how you learned how to play drums did you play a lot of put the headphones on just play with well, music yeah a lot of times but you know i remember the first song i learned how to play and it was actually from watching a, a live concert on tv but it was Aerosmith's dream on and it was it's super easy but then after that i started trying to do like nirvana the teen spirit and stuff and that's a little bit more difficult but it was fun but that's all i had i didn't have aspirations to be in a band it was just like put on headphones and bang on it all right, so you so. guys are going to have to help me out. So I started playing the guitar later. I can't remember if I was 26, 28, but somewhere in the mid-20s, mid to, mid to late 20s. 
how did we decide we were going to start a band? Uh, I, I know exactly how that started. Do you? Okay. I, I, I think I do too, but you, you go ahead with your version. You came over to the house one day, and you saw my guitar amp and guitar, and you said, you know how to play it? I said, yeah. And you, you said, play me something. And I, I think I played uh, Crazy Train. You go, uh, are you in a band? I was like, no. He said, we need to start a band. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I'm game. <laughs> and he and you said something like, well, who's going to drum? I said, well, lead drums. This I remember, too, when we first started, I wasn't even, because I wasn't in, I was into drums, but not really. But I think all three of us were playing guitar. We were. Yeah. We were, I remember. We were doing Take the Money and Run was one of them. Now, yeah. see, I remember when we would all sit down with guitars mm-hmm. and, you know, just sit around and just play songs. Right. Yeah. I've, I can't remember the exact moment we were like, hey, let's do this. Was it before even sitting down with the guitars and playing? Was it already a thing? No, it, it, it was just a kind of... The, one thing with Brad, you got to know, is that he doesn't just do things casually. He's like, we're going all the way with this. <laughs> right. You're, you're, just like this exactly podcast. what happened. Yeah, like, we well, friends together the and talk. The podcast, the studio. Yeah. The, I mean, where, where do we want to start? Oh, my gosh. I might have a problem. Yeah, it's a good problem. If you're going to do it, yeah, do it. He, he does That's it. it. But in Brad's mind, the whole time, he was like, we're doing this band. Yeah. Uh, even when we were just three guitars, it was a band. I remember we were arguing. I remember one time we were arguing, who's going to sing? Yeah, we didn't know who yeah. was going to sing. I was, like, I, I was singer by default. I was like, guys, I'm very <laughs> uncoordinated. I can't sing and play the guitar. It's it's not me. <laughs> and drummers rarely can. I mean, Don Henley you know one but uh, phil collins so who, yeah he's not good <laughs> did you already have a, a bass player in mind at this point or was this just something no. that you're like bass player for hire well it was a friend of his our co-worker of his yeah, it was there a co-worker go. of mine i had well once we started playing music i got talking to a bunch of guys at work and they were all like hey yeah i play the bass i play this and then i just remember a guy like two jobs in front of me one day i was like uh, you play the bass he goes yeah i said you want to come and play with us and he's like yeah so, Greg Hensley. Yeah, yeah, Greg, Greg Hensley, Hensley, yeah. And you know, looking back, I don't know that I appreciated it as much then, but that guy made no mistakes. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. He made he no solid, mistakes. Yeah. He was really? awesome. I mean, he was like the anchor. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you got lost in the band, you'd listen for Greg. Absolutely. And that's why I couldn't sit in as a drummer or be a drummer, because I would <laughs> listen to the drums and I'd be terrible. You don't ever listen to me. <laughs> when you think back, even when we would rehearse, you don't remember him making mistakes. No. I don't remember having to start over because of Greg Hensley. <laughs> Once or twice. That was about it. I mean, yeah. he was really good. Do you see him anymore? I saw him uh, a couple summers ago. He worked in the building, the back half of the building I was in. And we like I would leave and I, I could see him. And I would talk to him, but I haven't seen him in a couple years. So I remember in our sessions with the, with the guitar, we seemed like we had four songs we were trying to learn. I remember one is Take the Money and Run. I remember that one. Then we also, I think Interstate Love Song was another one. It was, Interstate Love yeah. Song, yep. And I don't remember, if you said there's four, I don't remember the other two. I can't remember the name of this song. I remember. Oh, the- uh, did we do uh, Collective Soul December? Yes, yeah, that was one of them, yeah. Yep, yeah, that was the other one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure there were four because I think I had it on my, my index card set list. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I remember, so... I had nothing for music, and I went and bought a, a guitar, but I had nothing else. You had a guitar and amp, and Lee had some drums. I mean, we didn't have microphones. We didn't have we had chords. Nothing. I mean, we were starting from zero. So I remember the first thing we bought when I became the lead singer by default is <laughs> uh, I went and bought a Radio Shack 
microphone for like a $20 bill. <laughs> and a stand. I don't know why I did this. I bought oh, a mic bitty. stand. It was drum like four. Oh, you know what? Cindy got it for me. That's why. I, I just probably said I needed a mic and a mic stand. A four-inch mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess Brooklyn had a play shopping cart. Yes, yeah, so and we turn, yes. we turn it upside we down, it upside down. <laughs> and put the put the microphone on top of that shopping cart, <laughs> so it would be the right height when we'd sit down and and practice. So what you plug that into uh, amp? I don't remember. Do you? We bought a four channel mixer. No, you're thinking of the. Uh, oh, that was the recorder. We borrowed the four a track recorder. recorder. It was one of those four track recorders. Uh, uh, it was a Tascam, I think, where you used a cassette, oh, a regular yeah. cassette tape. Yeah. And it recorded two tracks on each side of the cassette tape. I don't know how it actually works, but you could do four tracks on a cassette tape. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. cool because that's when you you put Jake Bick on there for the first time, and you, yeah. I think you brought yeah, it over that. to us. Because you had the two guitar parts and Jake Bickle. So I had the two guitar parts ready then. Yeah, you had them. They were ready to go, and I think you played it for us. And then Greg and I just filled in the drums and the bass. Yeah. How long do you guys think we played? I don't know when we started. Like how many years was it? I want to say at least three. Three. I was going to say three yeah. to four years was yeah. going to be my guess. If you're counting from the playing with three guitars as the being in the band. I was definitely four years from okay. then. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you say? I would say, yeah. yeah. But, you know, we were pretty um, pretty disciplined about rehearsing yes, we every were. week. We were. For a long time. That's so important. You cannot be the best players, but if you practice and you're tight, you're good. That makes such a difference. Just being tight, right. sim- simple, doing mm-hmm. simple things right. Yeah. And before be, shows, uh, we'd always it would be like three or four times that week. Of course it would. Yeah. I, yeah. Like you said, he yeah. doesn't do anything. Yeah, no. <laughs> you come over. <laughs> Lightly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We missed that intro. Start over. Third to the last note. Wait, start over. We missed the third to the last note to the end of the song. We didn't finish right. Beginning. Toy would give me hell about that all the time with old to the new. He'd be like, do we have to start from the beginning? Can we start from where we messed up? No, let's no, just take it from the top. Let's, let's do it all the way through. But you're all the tight. Funny stuff. But it was yeah, that's how you fun. get and that's, that's how you get that's fun. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun and that's how you get tight. Yeah, it was fun. I always looked I think we did it on Wednesdays. I always look forward to Wednesday. I don't remember nights. what day it was. It probably was though. And you know, it, it was fun because we were all pretty new to this. And it was fun to watch. I mean, I remember when we first started it took a long time to learn a new song. Yes, it did. And by the time we were finishing, we could learn three new songs in, in, in one one rehearsal. Yeah, we had like ten songs, and then I remember we played your your mom or your grandma's birthday party or something. That's I right. I think that might yeah. have been our first oh, gig. I forgot about that was that was, was that the original gig. Yeah, but our, we had a different name. <laughs> we were Johnson's Mud Hole. <laughs> <laughs> What was it? Johnson's mud hole. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's hilarious. Because you're, you're, that's you're, a terrible band name. A wonderful band name. I think it's good. I think it's great. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that was I'm sure it. that had to be yours. Your creation. Actually, it actually was Pie. He came up with it. Johnson's that makes sense. I knew it had to be you or yeah, Pie. That makes sense. That should be the next album title. Johnson's Mudhole. <laughs> Johnstone's Mudhole. <laughs> It'd be alright. Is that copywritten? <laughs> we'll sell it to you for hundred bucks. <laughs> oh my god.
So that was the first gig. Yeah, that, as far as I remember, I think it was the first one. Right, so I think you're right. How many songs did y'all play? Like 10 or 12, maybe. Okay, so... It after, wasn't very many. Yeah, after you got the, the single index card with the four songs, you started expanding the repertoire. Mm -hmm. Did you yeah. did you guys start writing at this point, or was it I think all... Brad started writing before he even learned how to play guitar. Yeah. Well, about he, the same time. Because he had all kinds of songs all of a sudden. It was like, <laughs> yeah, he just, oh, hey, well, he's like, we're going to start said. playing, and the he next week he's it, like, yeah. I got all these songs. That's <laughs> what he said. It was all of a sudden. It was yeah. just real quick. Yeah. It was so, about the same time. Did you all start initially doing original stuff, too? We didn't play originals early on, did we? Well, the the first original we played was at Lewis's party, and that's where All American Girl came from, as yeah. I recall. Yeah. I remember we had played an original song then, and it was just really monotone all the way through. Oh, it was the Crappy Dimes. Yeah. Carpe Diem. Carpe Diem. That's actually the first song I ever wrote. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was the first one we had, yeah. And if you look, listen to it in that context, it's not too bad, but it's not a really good song. Carpe Diem. It's got cool it, lyrics it to it. Yeah. It yeah. ain't bad. It just yeah. needed, it needed more. So the first original that you all played was... Uh, Carpe Diem. Carpe Diem. Carpe Diem. Was but first, there first. was motivation at that party that he's speaking of. Yes. Yeah, the party from, at from the that party. What was that? What was All American Girl. All American Girl came from that party. We need to listen to All American All Girl. Right, let's listen to All American Girl. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. So that came from a party that you all played? A lot of the yeah. women there got augmented. Oh, yeah? Real recently. <laughs> and it was very noticeable. That was happening a lot at that time. Yes, it was. Yeah. In those years. And, uh, you know, yeah, very noticeable is a good way to put yeah, it. Yes, you it was know. very noticeable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was All American Girl. We kicked off the album with that. Yeah, that was the first song. All yeah. American Girl. So that's number one on the, uh, on the CD, which... I think I'm going to put a bonus episode out, a little uh, EP of about five songs. Maybe we'll we'll talk about those tonight, and we'll put it on this uh, podcast and All introduce right. those again. Oh, you need to remaster yeah. it. What you need to do, get it, get the levels right on it. It's kind yeah, of, kind of out of whack. You know, we uh, we paid quite a bit of money to have that done. Yes, we did. And then we sent it off to be mastered. Yeah. Now, thinking back and looking at it now, and it's probably a lot to do with technology, too, I would guess, but I would like to try to mess with a little bit just in here with what I have now. Right, remaster happens. it a little yeah. bit and see what happens, definitely. Yep. We played Lewis's party. That was early on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was... And then I remember a block party. Do you guys remember doing oh, that block at, party? On Height Street or something? <laughs> with the, yeah. yeah. We had one fan. He had a big bicycle... <laughs> 
chain was, on his neck or something. <laughs> there was like chain. six people there, and four of them were our parents. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my shows now. And the kid on the bike. He was jamming, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, he was banging his head so hard, I was afraid he was going to hurt himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he had two black eyes. <laughs> that's probably how he did it. Yeah, he probably chain funny stuff. <laughs> After that, we started getting into. It seemed like after that's when we started getting into some uh, to some bars. Yeah, yeah. we played uh, Myers Tavern. It yeah, was a Halloween night. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. How many times did we play there? I thought just once. I think we only played more. Okay. I think after that, Louisville Pizza Company was our home base, so to speak. Where was Louisville Pizza Company? That was in J Town. J Town. Yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah. the. It's not where it is now. It was in that little strip mall. Uh, my favorite show by far was the one at Eddie's, though. Oh, that was my favorite, too. Oh, I love that show. That was going to be Eddie's a fish fry? question yeah. I asked. So, what, what's your Oh, we dropped the head. Sorry. And, I, <laughs> and I, I would guess that would would be the one because, you know, that's one of those that was packed house. Oh, my God. He ran out of beer. So he had to go down to the liquor store. So, you know, I was thinking today, and I was talking to Cindy. <laughs> We had two shows that ran out of beer because the CD yeah. release party yes. that ran out of beer. Union Station Union did, too. Union Station ran it out was, of beer. It was packed packed yeah. house that night too that's when they had like three foot of water coming out of the bathroom oh, if, you yeah. call it, if you want to call it water yeah <laughs> yeah that was the best smelling water <laughs> their uh their urinals couldn't handle the crowd <laughs> well they sold out a beer of course they yeah. could but we don't want to jump ahead to the cd release party yet you mentioned jake bickle lee yep i didn't remember that so we recorded that on a four track recorder or i did yeah what happened yes. with it I, I don't really remember how you brought it up to us. I think I came over to your house. You were on militia, and you're like, check this out. Actually, I think you only had the one part. Uh, oh, no, 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 yeah. no, and then, no, then you're like, no, and then this no, part no, will be no. like, no. you know, I can't, not very good with the. <laughs> <laughs> but that, and then I think we took it over to Larry's yeah, you the next it time. Over. And then like, we just figured this. it out from there. Because yeah. I can remember how that song developed because I, I came up with that little. Uh, Guitar lick first. Said, dow, 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 yeah. dow, 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 and I was playing that, and then as I was just kind of playing that along, I was kind of hearing a melody shape in my head, and I knew I wanted to write a song about my father-in-law's stories. You know, Walt, my father-in-law, he was a excellent storyteller, and his stories always, we've talked about it on this podcast, <laughs> but always started, or not always, but let's say 75% of the time, <laughs> Yeah, we were drunker than old Jake Bickle, and then we go into this story. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to write write a story that kind of captured all his stories, kind of kind of what they made you feel uh, with those lyrics. And you <laughs> know, there's I re- some cool lyrics in there too, like, like the them. beer goggles shed the light or whatever it is. That's yeah, just funny. oh man. And I remember, great. Yeah. You know, another thing I remember about Jake Bickle, I bought that, brought that to rehearsal and let you guys hear it, and I remember the song developed. Bam. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it was like we had the song in, I want to say, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Well, I, I yeah. think that was the time that the band was actually starting to actually click real well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were kind of rough at the first couple of songs, and then Jake Bickle came along, and we just kind of just kind of fit. We all knew what our part was at that time. Mm. We'll hear Jake Bickle, Neil. <clears throat> yep. I'm 
dream I'm awake in my sleep. Close my eyes, read a book while I spin. Count sheep, stayed up late. It was early in the morning that night. I'm alone with several friends. It was dark by the light. I had two men my head. Can't feel my feet. Was it twelve? I feel so good. I'm in pain. This is heaven. Madness is hell. I did it again. I'm as strong as Jake Baker with my bloodshot eyes in my brain. Jake Bickle. I love Jake Bickle. Hey, wasn't this the song when we were recording? We kept going too fast. and I remember Brian, I was going to say something about that, actually. Brian funny. kept saying. Even, we, I could tell the time changed there, even. Yeah, Brian yeah. kept saying, slow down. Yeah. He said, this is a good song. You just need to go slower. Oh, he was the metronome <laughs> yeah. Nazi. Well, yes, he was. <laughs> I, was I never knew how precise drummers had to be. I was like, if you're close, it doesn't matter. But he was like, and he put that metronome in my head, and I'd be like, I can't handle all this. <laughs> hey, you know, now with the little bit I've been doing in here and recording, and like we've recorded Neil's band and things, yeah. what it is, if, if you're not playing to a metronome, it makes it nearly impossible to edit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that, yeah. well, yes, it makes it impossible to edit if you don't get everything in one take and everybody's here to do it and then that's right. it there yeah. is no filling parts well and the way you did terrible. it the when i came over here and recorded different life for me or whatever all that is where you would play an acoustic mm-hmm. to help keep the time too you would play to the mm-hmm. metronome that way i can hear and know where i am in the song too so yeah. th- that's helpful too if you're just playing to a metronome and nothing else and you're trying to just go off memory what the song's like yeah i think it is it's yeah. definitely helpful to have a rough track in there yeah. on a metronome i mean I like, that's how he was wanting me to do it he's like just play and so you were listening to the song in your head. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna get the feel. Yeah, it, it was right. it was weird. So <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember one night, you just stood up from your drums. <laughs> oh yeah, and just left. Yeah, and <laughs> threw them up against the glass wall. I think you're trying to throw them through the glass and hit the engineer. <laughs> and uh, and Brian said, "All right, boys, I think we're done tonight. Yeah, go home. <laughs> he said, we're done." Well, I don't know if you remember, but I had my snare drum, and it had I had a piece of uh, napkin or paper towel taped to it to muffle it. And he put the microphone right over it, and I didn't know that would dampen the sound, but it did. And he kept saying, can you hit the snare harder? And I was like, I can't hit it any harder than what I'm doing. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he, he was hitting it so hard, he was about to blow through yeah. it. You know? <laughs> so th- that, that's what frustrated me. I remember that, yeah. So I was like, I got to be done. <laughs> yeah, and you played drums hard anyway. Yeah, yeah. So how, when did we go to record a CD? Like it must have been towards the end because we, had, like you said, we had a CD release party. Nobody yeah. see it. No, it was pre-rolling, man. So here's that's the crazy. So y'all, were, y'all got tight, got good, wrote a bunch of songs, and recorded a CD. And then what happened? As we got better, and we had a lot of good friends and friends of friends, and you know we had good crowds when we would play, so people wanted us to play. It got to the point where we were playing more than we wanted to play. Yeah. So it's like we got to the point where we're either like, hey, guys, we got to go all in and we're going to be a band playing a whole lot or we're going to try to change things. And we decided, I remember, it seems like we sat down and we decided as a band, let's play once a month 
Do you guys remember that? Is that I, what we decided? I, I remember that. Yeah, so we decided let's play once a month because it was starting to get to where we were playing maybe three times a month or you know a few months. We might even play it every weekend. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it does. It, it, it becomes an imposition when you're like, I got work to do and yeah, you know, yeah. I got practice all this time, and then you got gigs on the weekend. And because a gig takes up like a whole Saturday almost. Well, you know, and you got to remember we're playing bars. Yeah, and two a.m. Yep, ten a.m. to two a.m. That's what they wanted. So first of all, it's it's exhausting to play three sets. Yeah. Yes. And then you get done at 2 a.m. We're setting up our own sound. We're packing our own PA. You know, we're not playing places that you go plug in. We're not no. playing those types of places. So we break down, you know, so so you get done at 2 a.m. Your, your best friends and your biggest fans are still around, so you don't want to blow them off. So you kind of sit around and just shoot the bull and drink a beer for 30 minutes. And then you start breaking down at 2.30, 2.45. You get everything in the van which we got to talk about the van, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get everything in the van by 3.30 or 4 o'clock, you go home, and you're like, well, hell, it's almost breakfast time. Let's stop and get some breakfast. You yeah. know, well, then, then you have to unpack, too. Yeah, then you have to unpack. Yeah, and, and carry it I remember you, when we did Union Station, it was the sun was coming up. Yeah. yeah. And I remember a few times we were like, hell, let's, let's leave yeah. it in the van and come back and get it tomorrow and take yeah. it in because so, you're so tired. You uh, definitely don't make your money's worth. It's all about the love of doing yeah. it for sure. Oh, and I, I want to mention on that song, Jake Bickle, you didn't play it for some reason. The only reason I want to bring it up is because of my idea was the beer can opening up. <laughs> <laughs> the beer can sound was on that. I didn't hear it. It's oh, the yeah. very beginning. Uh, right at the very beginning. Yeah. I, it, it, it must not have come through my headphones. <laughs> oh, man. It was, was like, all right. <laughs> wasn't loud enough for you. No, nah, I was so. probably talking. That's probably what it was. I think it was. So, yeah, once we decided, you know, we're going to play once a month. And, you know, it's kind of like once you get out of the rotation, if you don't say yes to people when they ask all the time you kind of get pushed to the back you know yeah. so. i remember when we left well we ain't to the union station thing but i remember he was begging us to come back i remember that like oh my gosh he was begging sold out of beer what are some other places we did because we did mayors or meyer however you pronounce it we did eddie's we did the block party and then there's a couple of birthday parties and stuff what are some i can't remember all the bars we did well, i remember we did uh oh, little pizza we did richie wyman's wedding party Yes. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yes, Reception. I do remember that. Yeah. You remember his? Yeah. His I, grandma loved us. Great grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. As the night went on, Richie kept saying, "Come on, Brandon, you gotta play break stuff." Oh, I forgot we even did that like, song. It's I was funny. Like, Richie, I mean, you think it's appropriate in here to yeah. let him, Freddie, <laughs> reception party? I don't give a shit. Play break stuff. <laughs> no. Did you so, play it? Oh yeah, we played it. Yeah, and great grandma, grandma loved, loved it. it. She was dancing to it. Yeah, it's funny. So tell me about the van. It was just it was my dad's van. It was old Chevy van. We call it the hippie van. It's yeah, like we pack it full. It had carpet. Wasn't the whole thing carpeted, ceiling no. and walls? You're thinking, you're thinking the green van. Oh, okay. The old one. This was different than that. It, it's on the cover. Yeah, it is. It's on the sooner or later cover. I think it's on the. cover. It's the one where he's walking up mm. to hitchhike. It's on the back there. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. The hippie van. <laughs> and you had to keep one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas to keep it from dying. Yeah. <laughs> we did have to do that, yes. And when Cindy was pregnant, she was our designated driver one night. And I remember Lee trying to give her instructions on how to keep it from dying. And, you know, we, we all might have had a few drinks and she's sober and pregnant. Yeah, it's not funny. Around. She didn't know. She didn't think Lee was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so all american yeah, girl and jake bickle i wrote those songs we ended up going with the title of the cd this is life and you wrote that song lee yeah How'd that song come about well that song's 
it's kind of that at the time it was that rap rock was in style and that's what that song is and i just i went straight from the beat and just started writing songs and like this is life and so i got a memory from the recording studio of of that song do you remember anything about that song when we went in to lay down the lyrics i want to see if you remember because i was in a drum booth singing you were outside of it and I can't remember what, I, you wouldn't stop laughing for some god-awful reason. <laughs> so he kept on telling me that I had to match you. And I, I was like, well, what do you mean, Brian? He said, Lee's angry. He's singing intense. You got to sing intense. And I kept trying to get intense on the lyrics. And he, he says, you just don't have it, man. You just don't have it. You got to try to match Lee. And now when I listen to it, that's all I think about. It's like, you're, spit, you're spitting out lyrics and then I come in on But how did we... Uh, how did that develop where we decided to do like a rap volley? Oh, because uh, I, I was going to sing it all myself. And Brian said, no. He, he said, the whole CD has you singing. He goes, you can't have just one song or with somebody else, which I don't know why you couldn't. But that was his idea. Oh, okay. Well, let's listen to This Is Life. This is a title track, Neil. Let's do it. You sat down with the drums and said, this is the beat to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you planned the beat, and you were uh, rapping I had, the, I had the lyrics going yeah, to it. Yeah, you were rapping the lyrics, Larry, but you had no music. No, and Larry came up with the thing, whatever it is. That guitar walk. And then Greg just filled it in with the bass. And you came up with that on the spot, didn't you, Larry? Yes. I feel like you did. I did that for a couple of things. And as we were writing songs, I would just come up with something as we went. But it's a rocking song. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It still sounds good. Yep. <laughs> and then the end of it, the, the way that we, the outro to it, I can't remember, it's like four bars or something we do, but that was uh, something because I always liked the Bulls on Parade, and it was similar to that is with where that came from, the idea came from. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I want to hear it. Yeah, I'll go no, to okay. That just brought back a memory, Lee. Oh, remember, okay. Here we go. I remember in the studio. So you did that little drum break at the end. Yeah. And with that last This Is Life wasn't in there. We fit that in at the end. You remember we had to, in the studio. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had to, that we had to fit it in stressful. and get the, get the timing right yeah. to, to get it in there. Yeah. But it's a good song. I like it. By the way, 
I got a. Oh, hang on a second. It's got a little picture there. Oh, this is cool. So when we were putting the basement together, we were going through some pictures and finding all the music pictures. And those are old (laughs) SOL pictures I had. And Cindy and I put them together in that collage. Do you think stand out to you on that? My wood poop. (laughs) (laughs) One time was named Wood and one was named Poop. Yep. yep. Where'd that come from? That was the doo-wop shop. Remember they used to give the bumper stickers away? Oh, so you cut so them up? cut them up and made it say wood poop. <laughs> and then I gave the drum set to uh, Grant, his son. They used it and they called it tree caca. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of these pictures are um, what was Eddie's it? fish fry. Oh, Eddie's. Yeah. <laughs> we advertised a lot for that show. Oh, yeah. And I, I remember that. I had that up at work and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I ended up finding one on the back of one of the songs where I printed out the song oh, lyrics yep. so I wouldn't forget them. But, man, look at those young guys. It says something on there, too, like our what we cover, because it's a large covering of songs. Doing cover songs from Limp Biscuit, Lit. Oh, and I remember a Lit story. The Black Crows, Tom Petty, and many originals. Oh, okay. So, Lit, that's... Uh, worst Enemy. My own worst enemy. Yeah, yeah. So I remember your brother, Louie, called me one day, and he said, man, I heard your song on the radio. And I was like, really? And I was trying to think, what song would be on the radio? So I said, you know, I told him, what song was on the radio, Louie? And he said, you know, my car is in the front yard, and I'm sleeping with my clothes on. I started cracking up. I said, man, I said, that's, that's not our song, man. That's a, that's a cover we do. He said, oh, I knew it didn't sound as good as you all. <laughs> You know, that That's same funny. thing happened at the lake with Greg Longacre with Bound for the Floor. He heard Bound for the Floor on the radio, and he's like, hey, they played in their song, and it, it don't sound right. Well, I tell you, we rocked the hell out of that song. Yeah, yes, that was did. a good song. Yeah, yeah we yeah. rocked it up. LRS used to have the Homegrown Hour. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And we actually had a song. They had a countdown every week. Yeah. And we had a song that was number two, and it was only number two behind Tantric's Breakdown. Yes, I remember that. So yep. that, that really kind of unfair. Uh, take it from me. Take it from me. That's a song Greg Hensley wrote, right? Yeah, he wrote yes. that one. Yeah. Want to hear a piece of that? Yeah. It's number two, man. Yeah, I forgot about that. So they did like a top five every week, right? Yeah, yeah. Top five. Yeah. Uh, was it all local music? Yeah, it was just for local. And, and Tantric's considered local, yeah. even though they're national. Well, I can't believe they beat us out. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> song they had, though. Yeah. <laughs> that breakdown's really good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what do you guys remember when we're playing out to be the crowd favorite? Loaded Loser. Loaded Loser, I know it. It's a, it's, oh, they it, had their yeah, own, yeah. everybody had their own you dance. Because you would do the... Yeah. The loser sign. Yeah, they, they invented a dance for that song. Yeah, jump yeah. around and with the L's on their head. Yeah. So, you know, yes. I was thinking for this podcast, by the way, we're going to set a record for the most songs ever played on one yeah. popular recording podcast. <laughs> All right. That's okay. But I figured we'd go out with Loaded Loser. But, you know, I was looking through uh, 
this gray binder right here has some old songs that I wrote that I've totally forgotten about. But one of them in here was Walking on Razor Blades. Mm -hmm. yes. And I saw, you know, that you and I had written this one together. And I actually yeah. didn't remember that. Do you well, remember how we did that? Yeah, it was over your house on Militia. And uh, and you had the whole thing. You had that whole thing. The and then you and you had the idea. You're like, I wanted to be about like a crazy person. It's called walking on razor blades. And then you did it. And I went voices screaming in my head. And you're like, oh, it's great. And then I think you wrote from there. I don't even think I put any more input into it. <laughs> so you got the first line. <laughs> yeah, first line. Ten percent credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. you know, we we talked about songwriting on this podcast before, and I don't know if that's uh, I don't know if that's normal or then Neil said it just depends for him. But my songs that I wrote at that time, at least, always started with music. I always started with a music melody first, like a guitar lick or something like that, and then I'd kind of hear a mm. lyric melody in it. I think I, that would be the... I mean, there's probably people that do it the other way, but that seems like the easiest. Walking on razor blades. Might as well listen to that one, too, you think? Well, yep. <laughs> oh, and, and if you're going to... Well, go ahead and play it, but also I like the uh, little bridge part. That's probably one of my favorite in the on that CD, that bridge okay. is really good. So we'll listen yeah. for the bridge. for a while <laughs> your kids still listen to this cd larry not while i'm with them <laughs> if they do I, I don't know it so. so i got friends down at the down at the lake down at nolan lake when we go out and they all have sol songs on their playlist it's pretty cool <laughs> and their kids uh all in their 20s listen to sol that's funny. And a few songs <laughs> you know, that, that's awesome really <laughs> it is yeah that's a that's a nice compliment you gotta right? put it on spotify man <laughs> maybe so okay. yeah, yeah out, I, I got it on my out. itunes i just I, it's on there and i just you know i shuffle songs that's what i listen to thirty dollars it comes up so yeah you usually send me a text when it comes up when yeah, you when you're at a poker had, party or something i had yeah. no i was on poker stars 
yeah. I've been playing on there and then they came up on the shelf. I was like, check it. Cause you thought, man, somebody's using our song. <laughs> like we're going to be rich. <laughs> so you talked about a uh, favorite show at uh, Eddie Seafood. What do you remember about that show? I just, it just was fun. And I remember you and I actually had did like a four song, uh, break acoustic songs yeah we sure did i we for, did, we totally did, forgot about we did that. every rose we did hang by matchbox 20 and then we did a, at least one more might have been two more i don't remember what we did though so we didn't get enough playing while the show was going on <laughs> well yeah. i like i like to play guitar too and i was like i never get to play oh i also remember i did uh the roof is on fire at mayor's <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah you did I just got up there with the get. It was during a break, and I was like, "I'm gonna go up there and play." <laughs> Can you still do that? I probably could. Yeah. There's a guitar right beside you. So give it a try. All right, let me see. Got <laughs> <laughs> to edit some of this. <laughs> now we can make it explicit. <laughs> the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. I thought you were going to play, though. What was the Dynamite Hack song you used to do? That Boys in the Hood? Yeah. That was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. That's the one like I did. That, one. that was the one I did at Mayor's that time. Yeah. <laughs> I did the whole song. I did. The, I knew all the lyrics. I don't know if I know all the lyrics now. What but kind of crowd response did you get? And my mom was there. She didn't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! I remember when the uh, the girl fell over the the monitor. Yeah, that was Lisa. Yeah, we know who it was. We was Lisa Fry. Right in the middle of the song. She fell on her back, and it was so crowded in oh, there. Oh, that was Eddie's. Yeah, I do remember that. It was so crowded in there that you couldn't move because everybody was shoulder to shoulder. So they they were just like in tight on her. She couldn't get up. And do you remember Eddie came up to give us a thanks? And he could barely, he was like, Rush, rush. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's he saying? He did two all over. And then when, it, when everybody left that night, we were breaking down. I just remember how many busted beer bottles were on the floor. Oh, like I don't remember whole, that. That's The whole floor, there were beer bottles everywhere. And somebody looked, they almost looked like they were in a circle. I guess the crowd pushed them out. You don't remember that? <laughs> I don't remember that. It's funny, though. Busted glass everywhere. But yeah, that was a good one. What about the worst show? Uh, uh, where Brad sang out a key, maybe? There you go. <laughs> well, that was, that was oh, oh, pizza. Where was that? That was Louisville pizza. pizza. We were doing, um, where, oh, where? Yeah, Pearl Jam. Yeah. yeah. Re- remake. Fire Last Lake Kiss. Last Kiss. There Last you go. Kiss. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you kept going, and you would turn around, and you would keep trying to sing it, and I was like, I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> <laughs> I would look at Greg, and Greg would look at me, I'm like... <laughs> so and I can't remember because I know we did it again, but I don't know if it was like right after or if it was like no, we later. Did it later in the night. Is that what it was? Yeah, we did it again later in yeah. the night. Yeah, we, we kind of just turned around and said, "All right, we're yeah. gonna move on." <laughs> to the no, song. that's the bad thing. We uh, we, we didn't tr- quit. No, we, yeah, fin- we, we finished on. that we terrible song. The whole song that, that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh gosh, that was. You know, it's bad when the audience <laughs> can't look you in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Oh God!" They're like, "Oh, I can't know." <laughs> We've talked about that on this podcast before. That was the moment when I knew I could handle anything that happened on a stage. <laughs> if I could have li- lived, through, I did that and I lived through it. And I'm still here. Oh my gosh. That was terrible. 
I wonder, you know, what is it about that? How? Why is it so hard once you start something and you just, even though you know the key and you know you're off, why can't you figure it out? We even well, what I like to blame we even it stopped and started over, like did we? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> remember, we stopped and we were messing with, the, trying to blame it on the monitor. You know, we were like, All right, it's, it's the monitor. You know, and we started over and it was still like, Ooh, you know, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. It was very bad. <laughs> yeah, we tried to play it off. It just didn't work. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they had us back though. They did. They did. Yeah. Well, hey, we made them some money. They had pretty good crowds. Yeah. That's, uh, Didn't we play Eddie's twice? Yes. Because one time, or maybe I played with Older Than New there, too. Do you still play your drums, or you just play when well, I need you to come over here and record something? That's pretty much it. Ben plays them. He's, he plays them quite a bit. He's got a bass guitar or electric guitar and plays the drums, too. What about you, Larry? Are you still playing? I haven't picked up my guitar in probably a year or so. I played for a while, but I don't know. Do you still it's have no the Kramer? You don't have a band. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you replace the pickups in that in that Kramer? No, it's still got the original pickups. That's the original. I always like the sound of that guitar. Uh, it had a lovely sound. What's your uh, son? What's he play? Oh my gosh, he's got <laughs> he's got like eight guitars. <laughs> oh, does he really? Yeah. <laughs> so he's in it. My yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, he's got a flying V. It's pretty nice. And he said it's hard to play because your arms are all weird on it. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be weird. You gotta have a strap you got to stand up and play that sucker you know i've always wanted to play a gibson because the the strings are further apart it's, mm -hmm. i feel like it's more natural for my hand to hit the wider strings. fretboard yeah mm -hmm. well man we've been uh neil and i've been talking about sol reunion so i'm glad you guys could come in no well, problem thanks. Have, thanks for having us i've been waiting for the invite <laughs> i've been like uh, banging behind on shows like i said I since you're out since the covid break i haven't heard listened to any of them yet well it's made it a little more difficult but there uh we've got some good ones you haven't listened yeah. to any of the new season two then yeah no, yeah oh, they you got some catching to up to do yeah. you better get busy yeah i have to start doing that <laughs> all right well, we're gonna go out with loaded loser what uh any memories of this song other than the dance i think the lyrics are wonderful to it it's really a neat song. Oh, man. We, we were just getting good. I yeah. know. We were just getting that, oh, good. It's, it's also, it, it wears me out when I would drum it because it's so fast of a song. Oh. Yeah, you think you could keep that hi-hat pace now? I don't know if I could. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to go halftime or something on it. <laughs> I, lo I love the guitar part in that song because I, yeah. I was the, I played a the lot. changing. Of, yeah, yeah, a lot of different changes. You know, you mentioned that. <laughs> I, I remember when we would be laying out set list, you would say, Oh, we can't do that song after Load of Loser. Well, it was like Flyaway. I hated Flyaway because it was, yeah, I couldn't, that song wore me out too. Yeah. <laughs> so you put them two songs together, you got to have a defibrillator or something. Oh, you know, that reminds me, our set list was always set because I had stage fright. And my really? hands would shake so bad on the first song, I couldn't hardly really play. We did like now Proud went, Mary or something. Yeah, that went that away later on after I got used to being on stage. Oh, no, stage, we, we would generally open with Cracker Low. Yeah, we do it something low. really low. Something real yeah. Yeah. It was low. Yeah. Be with you, girl. It's oh, like okay. being low. Yeah. Something simple Man, to yes. get you in the... He figured it out for me singing. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would have to do something simple. Hey, I, hey, my hey, hand would hey, shake so much I couldn't hit like real, you know, intricate chords or whatever. It was... It was in, I don't know, maybe 2008, the baseball trip. We ended up, we, we, which we always do, baseball trip, a bunch of bunch of guys. No, we say baseball trip, like go see the Reds or somebody. Go see play. the okay. Cubs. It's generally, it started with Cubs trips to, to Chicago, and then it ended up um, kind of going to see as many parks as you can. It's with, like, my dad and, and a bunch of other guys, and uh, Brad has been. And, I, you know, when you can when you get the invite and you can go, you, you, 
you go. If you can't go, unfortunately, sometimes schedules don't work out. But I was in Chicago. I think it was 2008 when they wrapped up. We, we were all there. They wrapped up the Central. We were there the last like week of, of the year. And it had been a crazy intense race the entire year. And they wrapped it up. And they won it on the Saturday. So Wrigleyville shut down. Everything was stopped. There was no traffic coming through. The streets were just packed, partied. And we walked in Cubby Bear, which is directly across the street from it, and Cracker was playing on the stage that, cool. that night. It was insane. It was just like, man, oh, wow. how does this happen? At the how, bar, huh? At the bar, oh, right wow. across yeah. the catty corner yeah. from from uh, Wrigleyville is, is Cracker. That place is not that, I mean, not it's huge not either. big. Yeah. There's no second. That one didn't have a second. I don't know what it has now. They've, I'm yeah. sure they built, but it didn't have, a, it's just this gigantic open spot. That's cool. And it was awesome they did were you great. hear low yeah 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 other than that i don't even yeah. know if i know another song by them yeah but. i think i don't even remember there being a cover oh wow for it. Cool. i think it was just because it, cool. it was like holy crap the cubs are going uh, for the playoffs there wasn't a cracker or cover band called saltines or something <laughs> 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 it was crackers <laughs> no it was awesome because i remember me and matt donahue matt donahue looked at each other and went this is cracker. This is crazy. That's awesome. What? It is cool. I remember that same thing, you know, Larry. Just shaking, trying oh, to get started just, when we first oh, started playing. Always. But you know, I mean, golly, we just—it's like you said. I mean, we went from sitting down trying to figure out four songs and who's going to be the lead singer to playing venues. Yeah. In a few months. Well, do you remember how right. we came up with the name sooner or later? We got to come up with a name sooner or later. Yeah, Somebody yeah. said that yeah, at rehearsal. Exactly. Greg said it. Yeah. Yeah. Greg said. It. You're like, yeah. you're like, all right, that sounds good. All right, there it is. <laughs> That's right. It was he, nobody liked Johnson's mud hole. So <laughs> I love. I, I, yeah, lucky I wasn't around. I said <laughs> I liked it. I did like it. I thought it was neat. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing neat about it. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing neat. That's true. Horrible. <laughs> so. Was there like, hey, this CD release party is going to be the go? This is going to be the big hurrah, and we're done. Or was there, was there any thought to it, or was it just CD release and then? No, I remember it was the very next practice after the show. Greg Hensley came and said, "I'm done. I'm not having fun anymore. I can't do it anymore." Whoa! And okay. we all just kind of said, "All right." All right. All right so I have a question. I know you're the host and all that, but okay. uh, <laughs> what was your all's favorite song to play? Not not an original, just a cover. Oh gosh, I'd almost had to see a set list. Well, and you almost had a pretty good set list if you were covering full nights by that point. I know what were we doing was. "Sweet Child on Mine"? Because I remember when I was an older new, that was always my favorite. Because we felt the tightest on that. We never did. We it never did "Sweet Child on Mine." Okay, I don't think. okay. So, but I liked "Freak of the Week." You remember that song? Oh yeah, From "Marvelous Three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to love playing that song. I don't know if I could now. It's been so long since I played it, but I totally forgot about that song. Yeah. Freak of the week. I'm gonna have to look that one up. Marvelous three. Marvelous and then three. Driving and crying was another one I liked. Um, oh yeah, yes. fly me crazy. Yeah, fly that me was crazy. That's the one I that's, was gonna say. That's yeah. right. We we got that I song that down. Song. And you know yeah. what's good about that song is a lot of people don't know that they know it until they hear yeah. it. Yeah. And, they, and the crowd response to that song was always Plus, awesome. It had, it had cowbell in it. I still don't know what is it. Fly me, fly me crazy. You would know it if you heard it. Uh huh. It's good. That and the Eve Six song. Always like oh, inside out. Out. Yeah. out. Yeah, I always like playing that one too. All right, we got to wrap this up. Yep. You got anything else, Neil? No, nope. we're gonna play some sooner. Our loaded loser. Loaded yeah, loser. we're gonna list some loaded loser to take it out, and we'll right. see everybody next week. Thank you guys again. All right, thank All right you. thanks for having Bye. us. Bye.
Always get there early and try to be the best Live for the money, the money is your pearl You blow all your money on your high class girl Really don't impress me because you are the VP Or because you have a 65 inch TV Sleep to your house, sleep to your car When you die early, get your very fuck Look